spent the rest on new chain. My blood do do What's going on today? Welcome and thank you for tuning in. I am the loyal BBN fan, and this has been one of those crazy weeks of Kentucky basketball, but it's been one of those weeks where you'll take it. You know, it's uh, it's amazing how we've been on the road in crazy environments for the past. Seemed like four last, you know, for the four last big games or whatever you want to call it. But it's just good that you know that Kentucky went on the road, had some big wins, is which which is what we're going to talk about today in the show. So I want to, you know, just, just want to touch on for a few minutes about the Mississippi State game that we played in Rupp Arena and also the the huge win that we was able to um, go into Knoxville and, and, and finally knock off the Vols. I also just want to talk about some of the key guys who are hitting a stride and, you know, just, you know, just kind of talk about Nick Richards and talk about Quigley, um, Aston Hagens, just really the whole team as a general and just who's kind of really peaking right now, who's really coming into their own. And, you know, that kind of stuff because it's so interesting around this time of the year is when the Kentucky Wildcats start really getting their – when they start getting their stride. And we it's, it's like it's it's like we know, okay, it's almost March time now. Let's turn it on. Let's go ahead and do some tweaking. Let's get some stuff going. And, um, you know, let's see how we can finish the, the rest of the year strong. So let's start off with the game that we played at home this week against Mississippi State. I tell you what, that was a game that a lot of people will remember for, you know, Nick Richards, a lot of those guys, because what was going on was, you know, you got Perry from Mississippi State, and that, and that guy's a big guy, and he's huge, and he's strong, and he's, he has a presence, and he's actually leading the SEC right now. So, you know, that was one of the big things that, that was really talked about prior to that ball game was, hey, what do you guys think Nick Richards is going to be able to do against a big body like that? I mean, it's been said that usually most of the time, you know, most of the time when we are going up against a team like that, we tend to always, um, you know, we always find a way to, to lose it. Nick Richards finds a way to um, to actually just kind of, be a no show because of those big bodies, those big bruises. And I have to tell you, man, Nick Richards came through. He had a he had one of those games where it's a game to remember. And as far as Perry went, I think it was collectively a team effort in dealing with him because see he didn't know which way to go because most of the ball game we was double teaming him. When he touched the ball, we double teamed. He went down low, we double teamed. I mean, in the second half, he came back and he got his points or whatever. I think he only ended with like 13 points for the night or so. But, you know, for us to stop him the way we did, you know, that's huge. And the, the way that we was able to basically control the ball game, pretty much the whole ball game, any way that we wanted to, that says a lot about our Wildcats. You know, we could have laid down. We could have let go. Because, I mean, they came back on us, and we could have let go, and we could have allowed them to. But for them guys to go down there, I mean, but for those guys to to fight the way they did, to grind the way they did, and just continue to just push forward for everything that they wanted, I tell you what, that's, that's, just, something that, that, that's just something that you truly cannot 
Um, something that you just can't overlook. That's something that 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 truly needs to be acknowledged because our Wildcats at this time of the year, it's, it's like they want it. You know, it's like they're 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 on for the challenge, and because of that, they was able to stay in that ball game and they was able to to put some stuff together. The interesting part about that is, you know, like I said before, it was a collective group effort to make sure that we, if the team was, if Mississippi State was going to beat us, it wasn't going to be Perry. Weatherspoon didn't even do a whole lot. So, you know, for those guys to to come in and beat us, it was going to take a whole lot because, you know, we already lost one bad home game that is, it's evidently it's, it's coming to bite us in the butt now, which is something that that I get into in a little while. But I mean, it's 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 all about our guys taking their time. It's about our guys doing what they know they're supposed to do out there. I mean, when you come to Kentucky, it's one thing about it. There's never an easy practice. There's always going to be a challenge every single practice. I know people say, well, it's it's, a, it's hard for every school, but it's something unique about playing at Kentucky because, you know, if you can get through practice, then a game is a breeze because it's just so much that goes on inside of, you know, Kentucky's practice and what what what, what helps him to be such a great program when they step on the floor. It's just a matter if they're executing. It's a matter if they're doing what they're supposed to do. You know, that's where, that's really kind of where you get it at. That, that's that dog. That's that dog that they have. But it's still some stuff that we got to continue to work on. It was, it was quite evident in the Mississippi State game. One person, one player in particular is Ashton Hagens. You know, no one can understand what's going on with him right now. The turnovers, all, all of that. The turnovers that he's having, it's 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 like it's it's been discussed as he's going too fast. You know, his feet is moving, or his mind is moving faster than his feet is, or his 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 mind is his feet is his mind is moving faster than his feet can. But either way, I, I think it's, you know, is are we worried about that? No. Is it a concern? Yes. So, you know, I mean, it's, you know, that, that's something that Ashton is definitely going to have to take a look at because down the stretch, we just, we can't, you know, every possession, you know, it, it's hard when you come down to the game, come down to the wire, and the other team has had eight or nine more chances at the ball than you have so those turnovers are definitely going to going to you know take a toll on us if we don't fix it but I you know I think that's something that we definitely will fix as something that we would definitely get together and you know figure out how to how to control the turnovers because if we don't it may not be good down the stretch you know thank God you know I'm glad that we have our free throw shooting I'm glad that we can do that because, I mean, we are a great, great free throw shooting team that hopefully down the stretch, if it's a close game, because we had a lot of turnovers, then I'm really hoping that um, that this is that, that this right here will be the case. But we got to fix those turnovers so we can stop giving the team more possessions than we do. Uh, you know, I mean, all the hard work we do on defense, just, just, just to turn around and give a turnover, it doesn't really make a lot of sense. 
So I think Ashton is going to get that together. So, you know, you got the rest of the guys. You got Quigley. The guy is still balling, man. I mean, it's like when he when the ball is in his hand, you just feel like he's going to make every single shot. I mean, every single shot. And he hasn't really been shooting the three very much, very good here lately. Actually, in this game, um, he didn't even shoot it. And it was a couple of times Cal actually got on him for not shooting the ball. So that's something that, you know, that he's got a – I wouldn't say confidence per se, but what I would say is is that, you know, that's just something that he's definitely going to have to make sure that his confidence is good. <clears throat> but we saw that in the game that we'll talk about later with the Tennessee ball game. His confidence is, is still there. But it's, it's just a collective amount of guys who are coming out there who are playing really, really good ball and – they're feeding off each other, and you can see that they're in sync with, with, with what each other's doing. And if we can continue to play like that, then we have a huge chance of going very far in March. Because, as I said before, we got three powerful guards, three good guards who's capable of getting their shots. They're, they're capable of getting where they want to on the floor. It's just a matter of us holding on to the ball, slowing down, running that execution, and doing what we got to do and continue to hit Nick Richards and the other big guys down low so we can go in, in to out, in, um, inside to in, or whatever we need to do uh, that we need to do. If this is truly a, a team-driven team and not a coach-driven team, then I think we're headed in the, in the right direction. Now, I ain't saying Cal can't get them to where they need to be at, of course, Cal has. But what it does is it puts the responsibilities back on the players. Players such as Hagens and, and and Quigley, those guys have got to take ownership of what they're doing out there. And that's that's how we get away with so many of the turnovers by continue to keep the ball in our hand and not allowing the opponent to to have a chance to get over on us. So that's that's just what we really have to do moving forth going down the road. You know, we had a Brooks and Juzang has just really, really started to really play ball. They really have. And Montgomery actually had a really big game. How, I mean, how can I forget the game that, that Montgomery had that game? Montgomery, had a, he had a big game. And that's the, like, that's the person that we've been waiting for all year long to show up. That's the guy that we need. Um, you know, we need that. We need that strong position from the four. And him, between him, Nate, and Keon Brooks, you know, you got to take those guys and you got to look at it and say, you know, these are our fours. These, these are the guys that we need. And it's, it's very easy for us to have a nice, smooth rotation. But if it comes down to the game where one of the three is playing really, really good, then the other two is going to be on the bench. You know, so when you get those minutes, and that's huge in Cal's system, when you get those minutes, if you're not taking advantage of it, Cal's going to get you out of the ball game. And you have to ask yourself, is it Cal being too aggressive, or just having a short having a short lease on somebody, or is that me as a player that needs to be doing a whole lot better than what it is that I'm doing? So we just keep that up. We just keep that mindset, and I really think that we're going to be okay. With having that, because come March, you know, you're only going to be playing around eight guys anyway. 
ideally. Um, so if you know if you only got seven playing, that's not good. In my book, you need that extra man because you know it's going to be a fast pace. You know, it's going to be one of those games where it's going to be hard. It's going to be fought, fought hard. You're going to have foul trouble. It's just so many different things that you can actually look at and say to yourself, what can go wrong next? <coughs> so it's something that you really got to take in, in, into consideration and actually be able to say, you know, this is one of those things that we just got to continue to push forward as a team. We got to know our strengths. We got to know our weaknesses. And, hey, you know, at this particular time, at this particular point in the year, we have, you know, we're, we're you know, we're over the halfway mark in SEC play. So this is one of those situations where you just got to know what your weaknesses is and what your strengths is. And if we want to look at our major strength, we want to say that, hey, put, you know, put your head down, be smart, and get to the rim, draw a foul, go to the free throw line, and let's get some free points. That's just something that we're going to have to be smart about and say this is just what we have to do in order to be able to do this. And as long as we do that, then we'll be okay. <coughs> we got to just continue to push, push, and push every single day to get better and just prepare ourselves, prepare our bodies to be able to go down the stretch and play strong like we know we can. That was a good outing against Mississippi State, a good win at home. Um, you know, it's that's something that we just have to continue to build on. It was a confidence builder for Nick. Nick had an outstanding game. EJ had an outstanding game. Those guys are coming along as road players uh, that we need them to at this time of the year. We just got to turn it on. We just got to find. We got to just keep that up. Understand that they each game is crucial for seeding. For SEC seating, for winning the SEC, because we still got a chance to do that. It's still not too late for us to be able to win the SEC. We just got to play smart, and we got to make sure that we don't leave it up to somebody else to actually control our destiny, and we got to control our destiny, our own self. And if we can do that, then we're going to be so much better off in the long run. Because... <coughs> That's what we're striving for. We're striving each ball game just to get better for March. And if we can continue to do that, I don't think any team in the country will want to see us just because of who we are. And that's huge right there. So we just got to just keep that up. And we're going to be okay. We're going to be ready to go uh, for our next ball game. So I'm going to take a little break right now, and I'll be right back with you guys. Your mom still live in the tent, yeah. Still slaying with the jets, yeah. Uh, me and my grandma take meds. Ooh, none of this be new to me. Nope. With my teeth called tutoring, yeah. Bought some red bars called allergies. Uh, your airline, your company. And I'm back, guys. Welcome back to the Loyal BBN Show. Um, you guys can catch all my um, my shows on YouTube, on podcasts, on Spotify, or just wherever you listen. To your podcast. <clears throat> so, so let's get into the huge win in Knoxville this past um, two days yesterday. We go down to Knoxville. Uh, we haven't won down there since 2015. Um, Tennessee has always had our number down there. And they always find a way to just either just right out beat us or find a way to always get back in the ball game. And yesterday... 
we led from the beginning. Um, we was the better team in Knoxville yes, um, yesterday, and we was able to come out of there with a win. And that's huge because it's, it's this, I don't know, it's, we have this monkey on our back when it comes to playing in, in Knoxville. So for us to go down there yesterday and truly get a win, that's something that we definitely got to hold our head up high about. And that's something that's very, very encouraging. Um, you know, Tennessee made run after run after run. And every time they would, we would come back and we would just – and we would do something that just says, hey, we're not going to have this. We're, we're not going to lose. Um, they, they played to win and not to lose yesterday. And that's how you go down there in Knoxville. And that's how you go anywhere in the SEC or wherever. And that's how you go win the ball game. I mean, we got to take our hat off to Juzane yesterday. Juzane hit. I mean, the guy was on point yesterday. And that's the guy, you know, you always, you always hear things about people say the guy is not afraid to shoot the ball. Well, yesterday he wasn't. And it paid off yesterday. And, and I'm so glad that his teammates really, you know, recognized the big game that he had. You know, that was so awesome that he had the game that he did because, I mean, he took advantage of the situation. Nate wasn't playing good. Uh, E.J. Montgomery was in foul trouble. Uh, heck, I mean, we had to do what we had to do. We had to play who he was. And yesterday uh, he got on the court and he played the most minutes he's had. He had a career high in points. And, I mean, it was, it was really good. It was really good to rejoice in not only the Kentucky win, but it was good to see him win it because you got to ask yourself, with the recruiting class that's coming in, you know, he's there. You know, he's, he's, he's not getting a lot of playing time, so would he stick around another year or would he want to transfer and maybe go back out, back out to California somewhere closer to home? So I hope that was something big that was building. I know he, I know he won't be going to the draft next year. Or, you know, leaving. I know he'll be back somewhere in college basketball. And I really hope that he's going to be back at Kentucky next year. Or, you know what I'm saying, next year. So, you know, we just got to take in consideration all that that's going on. And I really hope that he continues to climb the ladder, continues to have the success that he had yesterday. And I, I promise you that will pay big dividends for Kentucky come March Madness. Another guy that you just can't overlook for, for his performance yesterday is Keon Brooks. Now, he reminds me of a guy named Rodman because he just seems to know where the ball is going to come at. I mean, he crashes the board so hard. His his energy level, is, it's, it's, it's high. And see, that's the problem, or I won't say the problem, but that's the issue that, uh, which is kind of a good issue if, if you want to say, but some games you don't know, you know, which EJ Montgomery you're going to get. You know, where's his energy level at? Where is he going to play at? Uh you know, so that's one thing that we never have to worry about when Keon Brooks stepped on the court. You know, he might not make all all the right decisions all the time. You know, he he might shoot the ball too far out when he should be driving. He might do those things here and there. But one thing about it, you'll never be able to question his energy. You'll never be able to question his work ethic because that's just the kind of kid he is. Every time on the court, he's going to give you everything, and you know that when he goes in the ball game, you ain't got to worry about him being lazy. It's his. <clears throat> I'm so sorry. It's his, uh, it's his IQ on the court and just knowing when to do what. But, you know, yesterday, while it was a team win for Kentucky, everybody pitched in, did their little part. I think when you look at it, 
and you go back and really view the tape, you'll see that Juzang and Brooks was definitely was definitely two of those guys who really stepped up yesterday and really gave us our minutes. I mean, they had to. We didn't get a whole lot from Nate. We didn't get a whole lot from EJ. Foul trouble or, or not, we just didn't get a whole lot from them. So those are, those are two guys that when you look at the bigger picture of everything that's going on, you definitely root for those guys because those are two guys that we are going to need going down the stretch, whether it's in the SEC play or whether it's in NCAA, you know, whether it's in the tournament in March. Those are the guys that we really need to be able to step up because we got to have a bench because the way fouls have been calling on us, we got to be able to step up and put those guys right in. And Cal can't, or the, the teammates can't be worried about, are we going to have a drop off just because the starters are not in the ball game? So if they play like they did yesterday and they play like they did against Mississippi State, our guys is really on the up and up. You know, they're really on the up and up. And that's something that you definitely have to be proud of looking forward to the rest of the year. So great win against Tennessee yesterday. Great win against Mississippi State. We closed the week out strong, and you you can't be any you can't be any happier than you are now. So let's talk about the the top sixteen seeds moving. You know, currently of what they have. You know, as a Kentucky fan, you don't too much worry about that too much. But when you don't see the Kentucky Wildcats in the top sixteen teams at the year that they had, with the exception of the Evansville loss, and I guess the exception of the Utah loss. When you look at that, I mean, is that the reason why they don't put us in the top 16? I mean, that's some teams that we beat already are above us. So maybe that loss against Evansville is really that bad that they're going to hold that against us. But I still think that if we can, you know, you know, we'll lose another game before the year is out. But if we can continue to win and, and, you know, not go and lose two, three, four more games before the year's out. You know, I don't see any reason why we can't get a three, maybe a two seed going into Westland because I really want to win an SEC tournament. I really want to win that. I know it don't say Cal say it doesn't really mean anything to him, but it does for the guys. You know, that's that's our tournament. That's that's what we're supposed to win. And if we could take the guys and the way they've been playing all this past week and this really the last four or five games, if you if you if you take that effort that we gave, heck, as I said before, we should have went down to we should have went down to Auburn and we should have won that ball game. But I'm glad we get to see them again. But but just the overall play of what we're doing, I mean, that's something that you definitely gotta be excited about. You gotta be pumped up for what those guys are doing, for the way they're playing. And it's just something it's it's just something to smile about. It's something to be excited about because our guys are are moving. You know <coughs> a lot of the guys, you know, a lot of the people wrote us off. We got beat by this team and we got beat by that team and but when you are true Wildcat fans, one thing about it, you learn to take the good with the bad because you know that the good is gonna be out is gonna outweigh the bad every year. You know, we're just one of those programs where the good is going to outweigh the bad every single year. You know, every every team takes those little knocks and those little bumps in the road. But it's how you bounce back from that. And despite everything that we've been through this year, all the horrible losses that, that we suffered this year, 
you know, we're still finding a way to, hey, you got to brush it off. Now, you know, before when you was having one game a week, you know, you had a whole week or so to think about what happened. But now you got to have a short turn. You got to have a short memory only because now you're playing two games. almost seem like back-to-back. So when you play one game, you you enjoying it and you're getting over it and you're moving on and you're already preparing for another team. So you got to have a very short-term memory in this business. And I think our guys have did good. I think our guys have pulled each other together and said that, hey, this is our year. This is what we got going on. And we can still, we got a chance to be great. And I really believe that those guys will be great going down the stretch just because of who they are. And if we continue to do that, then, I mean, what else more can you ask for from our Kentucky Wildcats? You know, they're going to fight hard. They're going to give it all they got. We just got to learn to keep the turnovers down. We got to learn to fight. Uh, we got to learn to pick each other up. Got to learn to roof each other. And you got to love to see the success of others on your team. You know, you got to love to see people happy. You got to love to see people smiling. You got to love, you know, just love it all. And we got to get to the hole. We got to get to the rim. And we got to drive. And we got to get to the foul line because, hey, the nation knows that we are a very good shooting free throw team. Cal's best one probably since he's been here. And uh, that's just something that we're going to have to continue to feed on and understand that that's to our advantage. And we have to get to the rim so we can get those points because those points are some given points for us. And that's what we have to continue to do. So once again, I'm the loyal BBN fan. Um, you guys can catch me on the pod, on my podcast on uh, iHeartRadio or wherever you guys watch your podcast or listen to your podcast that I really appreciate it. Our Wildcats are going far. I'm excited about what's going on with them. I look forward to seeing them this week at Vandy playing those guys, and let's go get a win, and let's keep this going because Vandy Vandy's not going to be a pushover. So we got to continue to push forward. Don't look ahead. Don't think that we beat them already one time and we can beat them again. That was a close game. We probably should have lost that game, but we was able to pull it out. So we definitely got to put our heads on right and and play the ball, play the way that I know we can win. So I'm the loyal BBN fan. Thank you guys for tuning in. Go Big Blue.